how to understand the importance of this feast. At Easter time, we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. The humanity that Jesus shares with us <clears throat> was raised up. But this feast is the crown of humanity redeemed. Because not only was the humanity that Jesus assumes from us through Mary raised up from the dead, that same humanity enters the heavenly realms. It ascends into paradise. And this plants firmly in your heart and in mine a certain hope that we too will follow Jesus into that heavenly glory. And this is a promise for all those who are faithful. For all those who are faithful. This is why this feast is not only a celebration of the heavenly goal of our life. It is also revelatory about how the Lord wants us to live in this life in a manner that leads us with him to this eternal destiny. And so he says to his apostles in these readings, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And he says, when you are baptized, you will receive power. Did you know that you have power from the Holy Spirit dwelling within you? That the Lord has given to you and I a particular power. And why does he give us this power? He says, so that you will be my witnesses. Or as St. Paul said, that you will live in a manner worthy of the calling of Jesus upon your life. Are we aware in our consciousness that we are in this world to bear witness, to bear witness to the life of Christ? And the minute I say that, I don't know about you, but I become aware of my weaknesses. Sometimes the lack of courage, sometimes of my inadequacy to be able to respond to this call of Jesus to be a witness. This is why, like you, I need the Holy Spirit and I need the power that the Holy Spirit brings to us, the power to believe, the power to hope, the power to love, the power to, of joy, the power to forgive, the power to persevere in love when life is hard, the power 
that we often realize that we need if we are going to bear witness to a new life in Christ that is actually possible. I'll never forget when I was in high school, when my high school football coach, he gathered us in a huddle and he said, okay, let's take a knee. And he led us in a prayer. I had never seen this before. And he talked to God right from his heart in a very personal, familiar way. He talked about God as if he knew God. And I thought to myself, you mean there's something more important in life than winning and losing? He was bearing witness to something greater than this world, to something deeper, to something higher. He realized that he was in this world to bear witness to Christ. And the Holy Spirit gave him power to do that. It took courage for him to do that and not care what anybody thought. It was beautiful. I didn't realize I was in the world to bear witness to anything. I thought, okay, you go to school to get a job, to make money, to have a family, to live as good and enjoyable a life as you can. That's the purpose of life, right? So I thought, no. I am put into this life to bear witness. We are like a huge net that Jesus throws out into the community. And by our witness, we are to attract other people to Jesus because we want to take as many people with us to God. Salvation is in the balance. And I didn't realize this until I started to follow Jesus and I started to take my faith serious. And I said to someone, why am I more tempted now than before? Why is my life sometimes even more a struggle? And this person said something I'll never forget. They said, Stephen, when you decided to follow Jesus, that choice was not just for you. Because by your conversion, that is going to result in the conversion of many other people. By your witness, you are going to attract others and they are going to be taken out of the grasp and the power of the devil. And the devil does not like this at all. When I was a slave to sin and under the power of the unconverted peer group, the devil did not have to bother with me because I wasn't able to bear witness to anything that would attract. I was just submitting myself to temptations that were diminishing my life and whittling down the power of the gospel in my heart. So let me give you a few examples of how this plays itself out. I was talking with someone the other day and at the moment I was tempted to speak ill and uncharitably about someone. 
And it was right here. It was ready to come out. Now, if I would have given way to that gossip, I would not have been able to be a witness at that moment. But I I was aware of the power of the Holy Spirit inviting me and giving me the grace to turn that around so that I could speak compassionately and charitably about this person. And that is exactly what I did. And I know it was by the power of the Spirit because I was ready to let it fly. And I think the person that was with me was disappointed because they were looking forward to some juicy gossip. But I was able to bear witness to the kingdom of God and the life of Jesus of something different. Another example. A few weeks ago, I was juggling a lot of balls in the air, pretty full life. In fact, my plate was so full, there was gravy dripping off all the sides. And then, of course, along with that, there were some some challenges that were very difficult. It was a very difficult time. And you and I know that when life gets that way, we can be easily tempted to become self-absorbed and to really turn in on ourselves. And I was in the place where at any moment, if I found the right person, I was ready to just blurt it out. My life is this, my life is that, blah, 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 blah. And again, the Holy Spirit, I experience the power that he gives me to turn that around. And I was able to put myself aside, to surrender my troubles to God, and even to thank him. Because now with faith, I knew they would turn out for good. I put myself aside and I was able to be interested in how other people were doing and not complain and murmur about how hard my life is. This is by the power of the Spirit. And this power of the Spirit is available at any moment to you and I. It doesn't take away or diminish our human freedom. But it is there to aid our freedom to bear witness to something greater, to a life that is more beautiful. So as we come to the Eucharist today, let us put our struggles here. Maybe let us put our failures to be this witness. Maybe we think we lack courage. We put our weaknesses. Whatever is preventing us from being that witness Let us put it on this altar. And by the grace of this Eucharist and by the gift of the Holy Spirit, let's pray. Let's pray to be these witnesses that will truly attract other people into the net so that with them, with Jesus, we can be led to the kingdom of God. Amen.